Hello and welcome to another episode of Watching Scared, a podcast where we watch, rate and review horror films new and old. I'm Dan, here with Alana. Hello. What did we watch? We watched the original... Yes. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Poltergeist? Geist. Poltergeist. Yes, we watched yes. Uh, Poltergeist. Yes, we um, did. Directed by... I guess I don't know if it's Toby or Tobe. 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 Because wouldn't wouldn't Toby be T O B Y? Yeah, I just thought it was like Not a to- funny spelling. T O B E. Tobe Hooper. Tobe Hooper. But really, who's famous for Texas Chainsaw Massacre? But really, really, it's a Steven Spielberg it's movie. Yeah, the old. old if you Spielberg. watch it, you're like, this is a Steven Spielberg movie. There's no ifs or ends or buts about it. So, anyway, what's it about, Daniel? Okay, uh, a family a family's home is haunted by a host of ghosts. Oh, is that that's it? literally that's all IMDb says? Imbedibe. Um. Okay. Yes. Well, uh, that is correct. Basically, little girl uh, goes missing. Little girl goes what, no, missing. No, what's your yeah? What's your description? What's my description? Well, <laughs> oh my god. Um, when you think it can't get any worse, it gets a whole lot worse. That's what, what? I described it as. What even mean? It keeps upping the ante, this movie. Like, I don't think I've watched a movie that can get more and more ridiculous and outlandish and... Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, look, I don't know. It's, um... Yeah... It's a okay. strange movie. Thanks for that comment. I don't that know. Was, that just, was really helpful. I liked it. Yeah. But it was odd. It was odd. It was it an odd feel, movie. It, there was lots of things going on. It was a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, like it just kept upping. Five shit in a 10 pound... Right, 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. Anyway, I did make a few noises. So I did get a few jumps. There was a couple. And a little... And a lot of... Uh, so... Enjoy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 my God. The tree's eating him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. And we're back. Uh, yeah, I made a few noises and, uh, they made a lot of noises. Um, so they, they make a lot of, there's a lot of screaming. Film usually makes a lot of noise. There's a lot of screaming in the film. That's what I was trying to say. Jesus. Um, so yes, the film starts, uh, like many Spielberg films. Sweet. Huh? Sweet and innocent. it start. It starts. Starts with the uh, American national anthem blaring yes. over on the TV and uh, images of like. Is that like a thing that they have over there? Of like, the or did they f- have? Is it Iwo, like... Iwo Jima, the f- the flag being? Yeah, but like, is that a thing? Do they? Is this like happen every night at like midnight? Maybe. They play the American. Is it at, was it at midnight? Or was it like I thought? I, it, I thought it'd be at like six a.m. or something. Oh, I don't know. I'm just whatever. 
Is it a thing that they do? That's what I'm asking. But I it doesn't don't have know. to be time specific. I don't. I like. I assume you know how like they all have to say the pledge of allegiance every yeah. day or something. Maybe there's like the national anthems played every day at a certain time or like when the TV. Someone should tell us at that at that point in time hey, in the eighties. Hey, people out there who know more about America and Americans <laughs> in the eighties. Let us. Uh, let us know. Yeah, maybe the they just when programming, uh, when programming ended, uh, yeah, they just played World War Two images. Oh, or... I think it was more just like a, it was just like a like pride. So, yes, it starts with that, and it's blaring, and you get to see the household and see everyone in the household. But there's a husband and a wife, three kids. Um, and there's a, the youngest of the three, Carol Ann. Carol Ann. What a name. Carol Ann. Carol Ann. It's not hyphenated either. It's Carol, Carol Ann. I guess it's like Anne's I knew a few Ann Marie's that were like that. Yeah. But I've never... Carol Ann. Carol Ann. Carol Ann. Um, Drew Barrymore was considered for the role of Carol Ann. Well, he put her in the other one. Well, that's what landed her the role as um, little girl. She would have been great in this one too, or to be honest. Yes, she would have. She, it's kind of a similar character. Yeah, definitely. Except you're more. She's not in a. She's. I would say there's a lot more acting in ET than there is in this one. Yeah, for for sure. For the kids, the kids have to cry a bit, but. And look terrified. Drew Barrymore is great in E.T. Let's not talk about E.T. Let's not make this an E.T. thing. E.T. podcast. Uh, we should do an E.T. podcast. Because, well, let's get this straight out off the bat. What? Uh, Steven Spielberg was directing E.T. at the same time he was producing Poltergeist. Um, mm-hmm. There is a lot of rumours out there that due to contracting uh, issues, he was not allowed to direct another film while he was directing E.T. Yes. And so people say that, yeah, he pseudo-directed Poltergeist. And you, I think, I think there's, there's are a lot of rumours out there that Tobe Hooper was under a bit of um, influential... Cocaine. Let's just Stimulants? just let's just let's just get it out. Well, I don't it was know. Cocaine. It was cocaine. It was acid. I don't know what it was. It was. A little bit of cocaine, a little bit of acid, a little I bit of uppers, a little bit of downers. I don't know. He was he was apparently at the time allegedly, uh, he was on a few drugs yeah. at the time, and to be honest, you can see the scenes. Uh, like to be fair, he'd made Jaws. He'd made Close Encounters. This of, is Steven Spielberg oh, we're talking about. Yeah, okay, Spielberg. Let's so make like, that clear. Because yeah, you were no, just no, talking no, about no, Tobe. No, no, no. Tobe saying, didn't do those movies. I was saying like Steven Spielberg had just kind of started his legacy in this exploration of like suburbans. Uh, yeah, but he also did uh, Close Encounters. Don't forget that. I said Close Encounters. Did you? I said Jaws and then I said Close Encounters. I thought you said E.T. And, and then you interrupted me. Ah, uh, Close Encounters. Yeah, and E.T. Well, this was supposed to be, uh, it started off as it was going sequel. to be a sequel to Close Encounters, but uh, oh. because of the whole debacle about not being able to direct two films. Yeah. Then well, it didn't happen, so it became Poltergeist. Well, he does, he does, 
look, Steven Spielberg does like horror, thriller, sci-fi kind of stuff. He loves all that stuff. He loves special effects and stuff yes, like that. Yes, he does. Um, and yes, so people say that he directed this and to be honest, at now seeing some, all his films, like, that, yeah, like okay. we know what a Steven Spielberg film is, especially the scenes with the children, you know. Playing he, in the street? Yeah, playing anything, the street. Anything, all the all the B like, yeah. all the B roll, all the cutaways. Super, he was super, super he, would, he would have been second unit. Like yeah. there's no way. But I think especially the scenes with Carol Ann, I'm pretty sure You reckon? He he would have been in there. He knows how to direct kids. Like that he 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 was doing it at the same time on E. T. and coming to a similar yeah. thing. Except this time the 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 creature was not nice. No, um, the creature was terrifying. And well, not terrifying, but yeah. Know. Apparently, on set he was drawing every. He was storyboarding the whole film. Toby Hooper said he storyboarded with him and did some yeah, of them by himself. Sure. But he and look to be honest. Both of them say it was a collaborative effort. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? And they say, and Toby Uber admits that he was the director, but Steven Spielberg was there. Apparently, he was there every day, except for a week where he had to go meet with George Lucas. So, Go George, my buddy, <laughs> my friend. Probably because he was doing all the effects for both of them. Yes. So, um, Luke's film would have had a hand in both of these. Yeah, so, yes. Just getting that out of the bat, this is uh, definitely a Steven Spielberg uh, movie. Semi, let's just say semi, semi Spielberg. Well, he wrote it. So he did write it as it, well, it, yeah. So it he, is well, he co-wrote film. it, so it definitely has the all the is, themes I, he likes to explore. At the beginning when, when the uh, credits are rolling, I don't remember seeing directed by Tobe Hooper. It said it at the start. Yeah, I'm saying I don't remember that. Um, but I remember, like, big, produced by Steven Spielberg, written yeah, by Steven Spielberg. It said a film, a film by T- Tobe Hooper. I do and not, then it said I a Steven Spielberg film. Like, that you was know how like, that was more, things. yeah, it was more for me. It was a, it was a Spielberg film because I, I, the thing by Tobe Hooper didn't even catch my attention. But the yeah. Spielberg thing did. Yeah, it, it was actually a big controversy because Spielberg said he... Was very he came out a few years later and said he was very involved in the in the process and how he directed a few scenes and he did a lot of storyboarding and he pretty much did all the set design like he was oversaw all the set design he oversaw he was the, all the he was lighting the man, basically. he oversaw all the costuming he oversaw yeah. everything so and actually he's a very was, hands-on producer yeah that was a big thing actually for the unions because. Um, it could have come under a thing that he'd violated contract yeah. and also that Toby Hooper was getting a director's credit that well, he didn't deserve, which is a big thing. Think, talking about Spielberg and the union, George Lucas wanted him to direct, I think it was, I'm almost positive that it Willow? was um, Jedi, Return of the Jedi. Oh. But he couldn't because mm. of the union. Oh. They were like, no way. Because George Lucas isn't a part of a union. Oh, and he can't he's, have... He's very against 
Yeah. But the union in the unions in America are good and bad. Spielberg is a part of a union. Yeah. And they forbid him. Uh, it's so weird that that's yeah. Well, so it's because they very, want very them close. to work was, on union films. He like. was going to. He wanted to do it. He was almost there. And Imagine then what that like, would have nah. been. It would have been a different film. It would have been a very different film. I'm I'm almost glad that it didn't happen. Yeah. Because Jedi's a really, really good film. Is that the second one? Third one. Third one. Is that the Ewoks? Yes. Oh, that! What are you talking about? That's Spielberg right there. It like, would have been. Yeah, I mean, cute little aliens. True. True. Yeah, you he know what? It probably had, wouldn't have been too would, much different. He would have been right. like, fuck yeah, the Ewoks. Probably, but maybe more Ewok. Anyway, let's get back to yeah, the Yeah, let's get back to Poltergeist, shall we? So, to be honest, there's a lot of plot in Poltergeist. Like, a lot it, of stuff that I, it's... As I said before, they've packed a lot in this movie. Yeah, it's almost a two-hour film. necessarily didn't need to be in the film. All of it. Look, I... Look, I'm not saying that it it does you know it a disservice. What? It, like it definitely doesn't do it a disservice. It's fine. It's the, not like it, but it's not like it wouldn't be a worse film if they didn't take if they see. Cut I it. kind of felt the opposite. I felt like I got so much, but I didn't get what I needed. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, no, no, it does, I, like, and I understand that as well. I got a lot of stuff. There was a lot of shit. Yes, and but and I guess. They knew where they were going and they had to get there at like a breakneck speed. And, yeah. Um, Craig T. Nelson. Craig. 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 Hey, Craig. Some T. reason Australia, uh, Americans can't say the Craig. letter A. They can't say a lot of things. No, Same let's, as Aaron. They're, they're okay. We've got Aaron some, and Aaron. Aaron. We've, but, both you know Aaron's. What? We like our American listeners. Yeah, we do. Hi, I'm American sorry. Listeners. I'm sorry. But yeah, look, we can't say certain letters, so... Well. We can't say our own country. Ah, uh, Aus. Australia. Australia. We can't say that. No. Apparently. Anyway. Poltergeist. Um, yeah, so uh, pretty much uh, Carol Ann, uh, there's a poltergeist and it is obsessed with Carol Ann. Um, it's come through the TV, hadn't it? Come through really the TV. Weird. I don't know how it does that. Neither do I. That's not explained. And why is a ghost coming through the TV? There's like magnetic fields, electricity or something. Kind of stuff. So, yeah, there's a lot of signs. So anyway, explained. like the the poltergeist escaped through the TV and then haunt the house. Yeah, so but it's a good haunting at first. Yeah, it's Just also moving shit. It's all yeah, good haunting, and um, the mum is so excited by it. Super excited. That's actually one Usually of my favorite scenes in the whole thing. It's good. Um, so, um, the dad comes home and she's like, first of all, so he's a developer, he's based and, and a real estate yeah, they're agent. In like, yeah. So what, what, um, Spielberg loves and also a lot of directors around that time is all these housing developments that were kind of out in the middle of nowhere where they all look to the same and yeah. all but those that was, that was like a, a, a big thing. Yeah. Like back then in the, in like the early eighties. Yes. To, to. I guess growing a, a like a pseudo city, not a pseudo yeah. city, but like a, a town. Moving on, back to the movie. Jeez, um, we, this is the third time. I know. I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, there's a scene, uh, pretty much where the mum discovers there's the poltergeist, and she turn. First of all, she comes back in the room and um, back into the kitchen, and all the chairs are moved, and she's like, "Caroline, did you do this?" And she's like. Mm-mm. And then she turns back, and the chairs are piled up in a 
um, in a like reverse pyramid on the table and she's like, okay. <laughs> and um, then the dad comes home and she's like been playing with it all day, basically making the poltergeist move ev- the ghosts. Wait, which one is the po- is the poltergeist the bad one? They're all poltergeist. They're all poltergeist. I guess in yeah, because if you move shit, you're a poltergeist. Because that's the, what a poltergeist in is. the sequels. Yes. In the sequels, because yes. what I was saying is, there's so much plot in this. I don't think we can go through it all sequence by sequence. No, I we think can't. We should just definitely not. But we did forget one thing. What? The famous line. What's the famous They're line? They're here. Oh, is that the famous line? That's the famous line, yes. That's the famous line. Like They're here. Voted. Because they come out of the TV. Yeah. The hand she's comes the only out. one who can hear them or see them or whatever. Yeah. She goes up to the TV and she's like, who are you? What? Come out. I can't hear you. And then um, there's a storm and they get very scared and they're in the bed and then um, she wakes up and yeah. The hand comes out of the TV and then they're like these spinning lights and she's like, they're here. Um, yes. Anyway, yes, she gets obsessed with the ghost. No, what was I saying? No, what I was saying was in the sequels, Yes. they explore who the big bad is. So it's oh, called the Beast. Really? Um, they're apparently not as good. The, of course the second two, but um, all the actors are in it except obviously Craig T. Nelson. Some, um, he's not in it. No, oh. some that had died. Uh, oh yes. Yeah, we will talk about that in a little bit. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, the beast was uh like a seventeenth century cult leader. Um, What's this? Called... Is this from? Is this from the sequels? This is from the sequels. Oh. Oh. So the the beast. Yes. There's, so there's one big poltergeist that we find out is controlling all the other ghosts. Yes. Um, and so the the beast. No, not seventeenth, nineteenth century, as a religious zealot named Reverend Henry Kane. Um. Cain was the leader of of a utopian cult who, in anticipation of the end of the world, sealed him and his followers in an underground cavern located directly below what later became the Freelings, who was the family's property. So they kind of changed it a little bit from Uh, the um, graveyard. uh, I don't like that. Yeah. So, and that... I don't um, like that. And that the ghosts follow the Freelings to their new house. Oh, Jesus. Um, because he's obsessed with Carol Ann. Yeah. And so... so um, just so you know, for, the, for those playing at home, the house that the that the, the Freelings... Is built on a graveyard. It's built, yeah, it's built on a graveyard. So this housing development site that the um, Craig T. Nelson's uh, company is building... Yeah, I read in the review that we're going to talk about later that it's a similar thing. He says, like, um, in Jaws, the real estate developers are the evil people. Yeah. And in this film, the real estate so, developers yeah, the are the evil people. The real estate developers, they, de- they basically get rid of a graveyard. But they don't, they move, don't move the bodies, the bodies they, just they just move the headstones. headstones. And there's a part in the movie where that 
is realized by Craig T. Nelson. And he's like, you bastard. Yeah, he goes bananas because they're going to do it. They're going to do it to another one. Yes. How many bloody... No, the one they've moved to, the one they're going to do it again, there's no bodies under there. They're just no. going to move those. Those are the headstones they moved, aren't they? Or no, is no, that no, another? No, no. That's a, why that's are what there I'm so saying. many cemeteries that's close what I'm to saying. each other? That's the weirdest thing. There's this was this valley just full of cemeteries? Dead <laughs> it's so strange. Just don't move there anyway. So, so strange. But again, and it's only that, that house. He doesn't say that to anybody. No, he finds this out. He and finds doesn't it tell out and then doesn't tell a soul. That and then this acts might be like, important. And then before this part, he's real sympathetic to what's going on. And yeah. he's like no other man yeah. in, in, in these horror films. Movies, one, I think we've experienced it once before. In um, The Conjuring, maybe? Possibly. Yes. He's a super good dad. Yeah. He's like, okay, cool. This shit is happening. Yeah. Let's do it. Same thing. Yeah. Craig T. Nelson, super cool dad. He's like, oh, fuck. Yes. This is bad. Well, because he sees the ghost. Uh, yeah. But then he finds out why... And then turns into Dick Dad and is like, oh, this all is bullshit, yes. basically. And is it cock to the person who's... There's, there's it's a almost woman. like he's angry at himself because he knows yeah, it's yeah. his fault. But that is ridiculous. He's a man. It's so stupid. <laughs> Why are you on board and then you're not on... Oh, man. Just Craig T. Nelson, get your shit sorted, buddy. I don't... I anyway, don't, that, I don't that's know. that's my what I wanted to bring up because I... Found that so stupid. I just so didn't stupid. get it. I want to know why. So the tree that eats the sun. Yes. What is that? Was that like so? The tree was just haunted by the the the, the spirits used it to do shit. Yeah, because then it got taken up in a tornado. It was weird. It was weird. But both the of tree, the... So the tree... Yes. Reach, so when the beast wants to take Carol Ann, yes. it's almost like he distracts the parents. Yeah, yeah pretty much. By... It's pretty, it's, look, it's pretty ingenious. And he wants to kill the son. He wants to take Carol Ann and he wants to kill, kill the, son. the son. But but um, the two things that scare Robbie yeah. in this movie, which was the a fear clowns. of clowns and a tree outside his window... Yeah. These both com- came from Sp- Steven Spielberg's own fears as a child. I think I remember being scared of a so, tree. Really? It's no. a tree. No, not a tree. No, because I used to live, um, I th- I've probably said this many, many times before, but I lived out in the country in the middle of nowhere. Um, and when we first moved there, you couldn't see any other houses around. So it was pitch black outside. And we had a auto light that turned on when there was movement and we had like kangaroos and possums going on so and the curtains weren't blackout curtains so as you went to sleep like the whole house would be quiet and it would be creaking but then the light outside would just yeah. turn on that's and not being scared of a tree that's being scared of oh shit someone could be outside yes that's not pretty of, much oh shit there's a tree there Wait, what were we talking about <laughs> this movie poltergeist um so you know, okay, so the ghost people, they're not even ghost people. Like, is she a psychologist? Because she says she's a psychologist. Probably. The doctor. Yeah, sure. What does psychology have to do I don't with know. Wh- I don't know why they were there. Like, I, I get it. I understand they need the... the measuring you know, stuff. Measuring and- people. But they were horrible at their job. 
They're the worst they ones I've ever seen. So the guy who's like, I caught this. I love my favorite thing. So when they first, so Carol Ann's gone. They bring these people to the house and this guy's like, I have filmed a poltergeist once. And it was like, there was a remote control car and it moved from one end to the other. Real, it was really slow. The human eye could barely tell, but I caught it on a time-lapse camera and if you speed it up, you can totally tell. And Craig T. Nelson, the dad looks at him and is like, oh, that's cool. And then he opens the door to Carol Ann's bedroom and there's a bed spinning around by itself. There's lights, there's toys going everywhere. Brilliant. It's, it's a good sign. It, it almost, um, the way the stuff span around was like, it was like, when you go to those 3D rides yes. and stuff comes out at you yeah, like that. It's almost like the... Um, That's what it looked like. Like it spins around and comes... Ooh, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. When Dorothy's in the tornado and then just things like yeah, come just things past. Come it's like... Past. Do, 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 yeah, do, yeah, do, do. yeah. But it's almost like... Ooh, there's a cow. Oh, no. There's someone on a bicycle. Were there any other scenes that were your... There's a lot of stuff that happens. I um, did the end sequence where they think everything is all well and good and they take a bath, like mum takes a bath and the two kids get into bed and then the clown. Where, I don't know why they have that clown. Like it's the scariest toy I've ever seen. Yeah. And I don't know why the mum decides to put it on a chair facing the bed. And weren't they supposed to be boy. leaving? Yeah, they're like leaving they were, that they night. Was, they were leaving that night. So why are you putting them to bed? Because there is no he, point. I think he told them. I think he said to her, like, "If I'm back late, just put them to bed, and then we'll wake them up and take them straight out." Oh, Jesus, what's the point? I don't know. I don't know. No point. I don't know. Uh, anyway, he he goes to at, at the start of the film. He's put uh, his jacket over the clown. To cover its face because it makes it, him feel better before yes. he gets eaten by a freaking tree. Yes. Um, which is terrifying. And he's completely fine after that. He's smiling. He's fine. And then also Caroline leaves at the same time. Anyway. anyway. Um, so he misses. He throws and he misses. He throws and his like, jacket, yeah. And he's like, oh, uh, no, it'll be okay. It. Whatever. He, he, he goes to sleep and then he hears like a patter and then he looks up and the clown's it's gone. Gone. And he looks under one side of the bed, can't see it, looks on the other side of the bed. As he gets up, the clown's behind him, arms extend, chokes him. And then Carol Ann tries to get it off, goes to get it off him, but then the the cupboard opens again, whereas where the light is, yes. which is how the beast gets her mm-hmm. and starts... Sucking him in. Sucking him in. So it starts pulling her while, um, yeah, he's trying to get, he basically rips the clown to shreds, which was probably kind of a cathartic thing to happen yeah. at that point. Um, and the mum, she's laying in bed and the, the poltergeist tries to pull up her top and pull up her top and then she's in one of those... Um, Rooms that rotate and they're so cool. Um, so she goes up the side, she goes up to the ceiling and all the way down. And then she's like, not today, motherfucker. <laughs> and pretty much that's yeah. what she 
it does. And she goes to the kid's bedroom and the ghosts keep pushing her downstairs and like lightning coming off and she's like, no, no. And she ends up outside trying to ask for help Mm. to get back in from the neighbours and then she falls into the swimming pool that they're trying to dig. And all them bodies come and up. And all the skeletons come up and she keeps it's falling. It's one of the scariest part of the film, I fall. think. Yes, it's terrifying. Not only just because the skeleton, like that would be terrifying to be, but also to keep falling down into a swimming pool yeah. where it's raining and the water's rising and you just, and it's so muddy and you feel like you can't get out. The neighbours uh, eventually come and help her get out but then they will definitely not go back into the house with her because they can see stuff coming from the children's room she runs up again gets them out Mm. like as in pulls them out and the beast is full-on doing beast mode with a face and yeah right it's getting intense yeah it's getting intense and then they they go they go out and that's when um, the dad drives up and he's like, this is your fucking fault, <laughs> you idiot, this is your fault. And they somehow escape, they get in the car, they drive off and then the house eats itself. Yeah. And yeah, the house, and they just drive away and they get to a hotel and it's my favorite bit, they get, they get into the hotel then Craig T. Nelson just drags the TV out and leaves That's it outside. That's the best. I love it. <laughs> but obviously it didn't work. Obviously it didn't work. Obviously. Um, yeah. There's there's a lot of... I, there's a, I feel like there's a lot of Spielberg in here because there's a lot of jokes in here. Yes. Um, definitely. It's not your straight up horror film. No. It's definitely got like a fun twist to it. Yeah. Which is... I didn't mind it. I actually really enjoyed that. Yeah. That there was this kind of like light-hearted side so to it. So the is it is little person the correct terminology? Sure. Um, there's a woman they bring in who's uh, she is a very cleaning houses uh, of evil spirits. Cleansing. 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 Um, this house is clean. Yes, and there's a moment where she's like. Um, I, we need rope. We're going to go into the the cupboard. Is the source of everything, and she's like, we're going to go in there. The mum goes, no, no, no. But the um the cleanser, um, basically goes in as as like I need to go in and get her. And um, the mum goes, it should be me. And she's and the woman goes, but you've never done this before. And then the mum goes. Neither of you. And then she goes, yeah, yes, you're right. You go. You go. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yes. Um, and uh, Stephen, I just remembered his name, Stephen Craig T. Nelson, because they kept yelling, Stephen, Stephen, um, pulls too early. Pulls too early and almost yes. kills them. Um and they're covered in pink goo, and I don't know why they're covered in pink yeah, goo. Yeah, I don't get that either. But you know what? Look, if that's, I guess... You know what really creeped me out? When the assistant looked in the mirror, and first it was ridiculous when his face turned into putty. 
but then when it started to melt ah so yeah. the pol- the that was really the, bad the beast yeah but when the skeleton started to it was just like kind you know of that- whose hands those were who steven spielberg of course they were he's in this whole <laughs> this he's is his this movie. movie um so uh one of the assistants is like getting bitten by the beast and all this stuff and um, he goes into the kitchen to make a sandwich and the steak starts moving across oh, weird. the, like, and then starts uh, eating it. I don't know. It just starts from the middle. It just, I don't even know, decomposing. <laughs> I don't even know. And then he's got maggots on the, like, the the chicken leg he's eating. Yeah. And then he looks in the mirror and his face starts to melt and he's like pulling his face off and it all goes in the sink. And then he like looks up and it's all gone, but he's like, I'm not coming back. Um, and they also get somehow they get the ghost on film as well. Um, which is pretty miraculous. But the, the thing is the ghost moved that so they would get it. What do you mean? So, the guy on his headphones who yeah. was not paying attention to anything. Oh, the, yes, no, the ghost, the ghost did move that. The yes. ghost moved it so they would get them. Now, was it the ghost or was it Carol Ann? Oh. Can she walk around? Surely. Can she move stuff? I don't see why not. Or maybe it was just a good ghost. But do you know I what I mean? Know. Like, Because Carol Ann passes through her mum one time. Yeah. But you'd think she would be able to communicate. Uh, no, because the beast keeps her very close. Mm. Because she is the light. Mm. She's the other light. So the whole thing is that they still carry land because she's so full of life, so genuine, so innocent um, that she's full of the light of life. And that the people that the beast has... Um, are people who have died and not gone toward the light, so they haven't mm, passed right. on properly. Yes. So he's trying to keep them because they go towards her, so they think she's the light, which is a pretty high concept, this light. And uh, there's a lot of discussion of death. Yeah, so there's a, a lot of nice moments in the film, a lot of freaking scary, weird crazy moments i think my favorite things are always when the ghosts are moving stuff around mm. um and like i said the scene where the mum, the dad comes home and the mum's like got all these arrows on the floor and stuff and she puts carol ann in a football helmet and yes. puts her in this and like she just gets pulled down um and then it randomly cuts to the next scene very dramatically um like in mid-sentence or something okay yeah so um that's one thing that I actually wanted to bring up as well. That scene where the mum's getting all excited about the poltergeist and how fun and cool it is. Uh, there's a part where that's happening, how she sends... What's her name? Uh, Carol Ann. Mm-hmm. Flying down the kitchen. And she's going, oh, I'm hungry, mum. She's <laughs> like, yeah, don't worry, we'll get Pizza Hut. Yeah. And then they're ta- the mother and father are talking mid-sentence and then it gets cut. And yeah. jumps straight to them across the road. At the neighbor's house. Mid sentence again neighbor's. at their neighbor's house. Weirdly swatting away mosquitoes. It was so strange. Yeah. No explanation, no setup. They were yeah. just there. Um, that was intentional because. Well, 
forced intentions. Forced intentions, because in that scene, just before it's cut, what they cut out was uh, Craig T. Nelson saying he doesn't like Pizza Hut. That was part of the the line. But anyway, Father <laughs> says, I don't like Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut didn't like it, so they had to cut it out. And that's why there's such a disjointed... There is a few product I placements didn't realize, in this. I didn't realise. I was so... Cheetos is I was big in this. It took me out that scene. I didn't... I, it was like, do I, have, do I need to rewind that now? Yeah. Did, did, yeah, we thought is the, the, disc the, the, skipped? the disc skipped. Should I, should I do it? And then I, I, the second I was like, no, no, because they're in the same... They're wearing the same thing. That's why I didn't. Because I was like, they, they look like they've just come from yeah. there. Just see how it goes. And then I read that it was... Uh, they just didn't badly time cut, and they're just like cut it. Obviously, no reshoots. Were no, allowed. no, no pickups. No well, pickups. It was probably just like at the last, the eleventh hour, they had to cut this thing. Well, they would have. They would have. I guess. I. I they would have sh- had a it. had a screening, and with the people, legal them, would have gone. They may just want. Yeah. Hang uh, on. You can't. Hang no, on. They're hang paying on. you. Hang on. Lots of money. Um. Please well, let's have. That's good pizza hut experience. <laughs> that's pretty much all uh, I have to say about the film. I I enjoyed it. I actually like it was weird. I enjoyed it. Um, but there's one more thing we should discuss before we Ooh. get into our other things, which is not exactly the nicest thing to discuss. Um, but there is a thing called the poltergeist curse. Um, yes. We do. We do need to. Speak Four about this. actors in. So there were three Poltergeist films. Um, this is correct. Four actors died um, during, not during the making, but like they died during the time these films came out. So um, the first one was the uh, the eldest daughter in the first film, um, Dominique Dunn. Uh, she died. Oh, it came out in June, so she died like five months. Six, she died six months after the film came out. Um, yep. She was strangled by her, her abusive ex-boyfriend. Um, and he was only convicted of voluntary manslaughter and was sentenced to six years prison and only served three and a half. Uh, America. Actually, no, not just America. Uh, the legal system. Yes. Um, she, she went into a coma and then never woke up after that. Um, that is just that's horrid. Yeah, uh, Julian Beck, who play who played Henry Kane in Poltergeist Two, so uh, who played the Beast the ori- in the nineteenth century, um, died of stomach cancer in nineteen eighty five. He was diagnosed with stomach cancer before he accepted the role, but um, uh, it came out so. He filmed his stuff and Poltergeist 2 uh, came out in 1986. So he died before the film um, came out, unfortunately. Um, Will Sampson, who played Taylor the Medicine Man in Poltergeist 2, died of um, post-op kidney failure um, in 1987, so a year after the film came out and then Heather O'Rourke, um, the child who played Carol Ann, uh, died in 1988 at, 
at the age of 12 um, due to complications from acute bowel obstruction. Uh, so, and that she died the year the film came out. So It's a curse. And they say the curse, curse. happened is because... In the first film, the skeletons that are in the pool are real. They're real skeletons. skeletons. Were, it was cheaper to use real skeletons than Where it was to use plastic ones. Where do you get real skeletons? Uh, you can get. How do people, you know people this? People donate. <laughs> no, well, I know people donate uh, body parts. When I say body parts, I mean like organs and skeletons or body sometimes to science yeah so and what? so they're readily available oh yeah i don't i don't think i'd want my skeleton being put in the water of a I, don't think I, care. Film. I don't i don't care i don't know what happens to like me after i go i think i want to go into that that put in one of those pods and turn into a tree yeah i think i want to be turned into a tree i don't mind i just like the idea of being turned into a tree it's the circle of life. That's what I like. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really not fussed. What happens? Cool. I'm not going to be here. So, fuck years, fuck years all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's that's pretty. Have you got any more thoughts on the film? Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, let's move into our horrific actor. Um. I didn't look. <laughs> she she died, but I didn't like the eldest daughter. She wasn't great. Oh, I feel really we, bad. No, no, no. Why do you? You shouldn't feel bad. It's bad that she's dead, but it, just because she wasn't the greatest actor doesn't mean we have to be pussyfoot she's around. She's only twenty-two. Say, yeah, I know it's bad. Oh, but you know. Anyway, there's. She had some weird. Like, she was all female empowerment, having sex all the time, basically. Um, because there's scenes where, where there was a thing where the daughter, um, daughter's, the mum goes, we're going to stay at that hotel just outside of the city. And she's like, oh, uh, I know that hotel. That one. And she's like, what? And she's like, nothing. And when she goes out, there's these construction workers doing, um, digging the pool. And I... She, is she meant to be like 16 in the film? I don't know. Because she's, she's going a, to school. Because she's, she's there's no university there. No, she's only about 11 years in real life. She was only about 11 years younger than her mum. Yeah. Well, she. Well, that doesn't work out mathematically, does it? No. Um, so I'm pretty sure she's meant to play 16. And yeah, the construction workers are like, woo woo, yeah. Come on, baby. Show me what you're working with. And then she... Did um, they say that? Show me what you're working with. No, weird. but then she kind of does the macarena and Yeah, then, that was really weird. And then she sticks her fingers up at them. She sticks her middle fingers, not just sticks her fingers up. <laughs> Woo, look at my fingers. It was... She <laughs> flips them, the bird. Um, and her mum's like, yeah. And look, to be honest, all she, she didn't have to do much. And then she just came in at the end and just screamed a lot. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it was. Um, it was kind of. It she, was the yeah. younger kids' movie. It was the younger kids' movie. Yes, it was. So. She was just not there. Um, and I don't. I feel bad for giving it to her, but. That's. And can I just say we mm-hmm. we were saying it the whole film, but Craig T. Nelson does not 
He doesn't look like Craig T. Nelson. No, he looks... His fa- He hasn't grown into his features yet. And it's funny that he grew into his features when he turned into a grey-haired man. Um, yeah. Wrinkles suit his face. Uh, he just looks like a better human being. And with less hair on his head. Yeah. Like when he's got the whole top gone, yeah. he looks better. He does. He, he looks, you know, some men are just like that. That's weird. Yeah. He just looks too smooth. Cracking He looks too smooth. He looks too smooth. <laughs> There's no wrinkles. He's so tanned. I don't. It's weird. Hey, look, it's weird. And he's like getting high. And that was great. Their parents got high all the time. Great. And yeah, it was seventies. No, it was eighties. Seventies, man. It was eighties. Eighties. Early eighties. It looked seventies though. That looked, house. Yeah. That house actually reminded me of The Exorcist. Not because the houses look the same, but just because they had that big staircase and yeah, like right. they kind of remind me of the excess. Um. Anyway, uh, let us count. Oh, there's none. I don't think there's any. There's no, no bodies hitting before. There's people that are already dead. Um, and we've pretty much talked about all the kind of scary almost death. The tree thing. I just want to say it was literally uh, the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. He was literally being eaten like a tree's mouth opened up yep. and dragged him and put him inside. And then the dad grabbed him, got him out, and then the tree again tried to eat him, but from the bottom of the tree through the roots. Yeah. And it was terrifying. Uh, yeah. The tree... And I don't like the dad was like, it'll bring us good luck, that tree. I mean, it looked dead. Well, nobody counts, and which is nice. No one died. The dog didn't die. Yeah. Though, weird scene, the son gets taken to, gets sent to his grandma's house. Yes. And he's just put in a taxi by himself. Yeah. With the dog. With the dog. And the son's about nine or ten. Was the older sister there, though? No, she no. was staying at someone else's house. Yeah. He went into the back by himself. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, let's move on to our... Rambunctious Rogers Review. Yeah, and obviously um, Roger even reviewed this one. He very much liked it. He gave it three out of four stars. Um, I went really long there. You did. I just talked over you. I know. Um, he loves a good horror and he liked this um, very much. A lot of it he's just talking about Steven Spielberg's references um, and just giving Steven Spielberg all these accolades, um, specifically referencing Jaws a lot. I don't know. I'll just read the last paragraph yeah, and see how we out. go. You read that so out, he baby says, girl. Um, <laughs> He's talking about all the events that happen around the house and all this stuff. And he says, this is all ridiculous, but Hooper and Spielberg hold out interest by observing the everyday rituals of this family. So, look, he's even putting them together straight away. Even though yeah. Spielberg did write it, so he's fine. But another guy also wrote it. So he's definitely calling this Co- a Spielberg. writing yeah. you know. Um, every- rituals of this family so closely that since the family seems real the weird events take on a certain credibility by association that's during the first hour of the movie 
then all hell breaks loose. Yes. Yes, you are yes. there. The movie begins to operate on the same plane as Alien or Altered States as a shocking special effects sound and light show. A closet seems to exist in another dimension. The swimming pool is filled with grasping, despairing forms of the undead. The search for the missing little girl involves a professional psionics expert and a lady dwarf who specialises in cleaning haunted homes. I'm sorry, he said it, not me. Um, Nobody ever does decide whether a poltergeist really is involved in the events in the house or who the poltergeist may be. But if that doesn't prevent them from naming the movie Poltergeist, I guess it shouldn't keep us from enjoying it. True. So, um, and he's right. Literally the first half of the movie is all these little instances and then as soon as Carol Ann's taken, it's like, fuck, things making sense. Nothing yeah, makes pretty much, sense huh? now. Doesn't um, matter. Doesn't matter. And then I liked all the little moments like that when the... When the boss came over to see um, Stephen and, Stephen. and Hi, Stephen. he was trying to get him out of the house because Caroline had been taken um, and he's like, you look terrible. And he thinks that he's being um, scouted by someone else and mm. he's going to move on. And he's keeps seeing things being moved around the house um steven does and he's trying to make sure his boss doesn't see like stuff getting moved around um little things like that is very spielberg to me like those little like kind of like this almost this jokey kind of yeah but like he he his films for me this era of him anyway Mm -hmm. is movie magic yeah like that's what he was his movies were movie magic. Like, and they also had this little, just, I don't know. It was just romantic kind of, even in a horror film, there can be light things. Like, yes. even there can be a joke in this. It can be still a family film. It can almost be like a fantasy film. Like, the the parents trying to get back their daughter like this kind of yeah she's gone to this magical place that they have to get her back from yeah it can be almost that kind of fairy tale kind of aspect weird going on as well so anyway uh what do you give it out of five daniel i'm gonna give it uh i get three and a half three and a half Pink goo balls. Pink goo. <laughs> there were a few pink goo balls. The, the goo, the the the, the tennis balls. balls that were thrown. The goo balls. Thrown oh, in. that was great. They, they, so they tested it with. They tested um, throwing balls into the it's closet. Like Wormhole thing. Yeah, and opened the. I don't understand the how they knew that where portal. it was going. No. That's what I don't understand. Oh no, because the shit was falling from the sky. Was it? When was it for? The, the, like the trinkets of stuff that oh, the dead people had. Oh, yes. Yes. Agreed. So yeah. What are you giving it? I'm also giving it three and a half because I enjoyed it, but I wasn't too scared. Yeah. Um, it's not a scary film. Like, it's a, it, because of the jokes, it's very enjoyable. I Look, to be honest, it's not as enjoyable as, as um, 
Chucky. That's that's still like the most enjoyable 80s film. That's amazing. <laughs> it's so enjoyable. It's terrifying but enjoyable. Um, so I'm going to give it three and a half uh, football helmets because that was my favourite scene where they put the football helmet on Carol Ann and made her slide, slide. across. She looks so cute and she was just like, you, you could so tell her mum had made her do it all day. A thousand times. All day. And she's like, Mum, I don't want to do this anymore. And she was so cute. And she I'm was so, a cute I, little kid. And I'm so sorry that she passed away. Like, that. And it's terrible that these two... It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. But, um, so what are we watching next time, Dan? Daniel? What? What are we watching next time? Okay. I had no idea what you just said. So, uh, well, we're going to watch... Have a film for the seminar. <laughs> what are we watching? Dracula. Oh, I ah, hate ah, vampire ah, movies. Ah, ah. <laughs> this is one. This is uh, Bram, Stoke, Bram Stoker's... Bram Stoker's... Stroker. Stroker. <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992. No, 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 so this is the... so this is not Nosferatu. No, this is the Gary I have Oldman, seen Nos- Winona no, Ryder. I've seen parts of Nosferatu. Anthony Hopkins and Keanu Reeves. Richard E. Grant and Kerry Elwes is also in it. I love Richard E. Grant. Yeah, so do I. I think he's great. Um, yeah, we, we'll watch that and we'll watch Keanu Reeves struggle doing an American uh, an English accent. He can't do anything except be Keanu Reeves. Whoa. He can't do anything or be silent and do action. Whoa. He can either be a dude. He can either be a dude. Or kick somebody. Or, or, or shoot someone in the face. Yes. Yeah. It's like he can either smoke weed or stab someone. Yeah. It's like the only two things. Can no, he likes martial arts. I think he's good in Oh, no, ones. sorry. He has done... Oh, that's stabbing people in the face. That's the same thing. Okay. Um. Actually, I was going to say that I saw him something else, but he wasn't that good in that either. <laughs> it's a football movie. Oh, oh, that one yeah. where he's—is that the one where he's—he he's he used to be good. Oh, the repl- it no, is he's, for he's the a, replacement. He's a second stringer. You know what? I do like that film. So do I. You know why you like why? that film? Why? Because of the other guy who's in that film. Who's the other guy in that film? Um, the bald dude. Oh yeah, that one. What? <sighs> What's his name? I'm not I, good with names. Oh, uh, let's um, just move he's on. He's in Superman, the original Superman movie. He's Lex Luthor. Now you need to know his name. No, I don't. Now let's. We should end the podcast. I'm going to start, and you can tell me the name by the end. Okay. Um. So make sure you tell us what you want to. Gene Hackman. Oh, that's not the fucking. He's not bald all the time. He's bald in that. He's usually not not bald. bald. I don't know. No, he has hair on the side of his head. That's bald. No, he's bald on top. That's semi, semi-bald. Semi-bald. Anyway. Maybe he's not in that film. Isn't he the coach? That's what I thought. No, he's in another football film. Where he's no, the, re- the replacements. It's definitely him. Isn't he yeah, also 2000. in... Um, Keanu Reeves. That's the one. He's in another coach enough. film. He's in another where he plays a coach. Bad News Bears or something? Or, no. Or, um, oh, what is it called? He's in another film. Is he? A basketball film, maybe, or something. He plays a coach, I swear. He's a very, very good actor. Doesn't act anymore. Unfortunately, his last film was that one with um, 
Ray- Raymond. Welcome to Mooseport. Yeah, not a great film. I've not seen it. Not a great film. Anyway, if you he want to. He doesn't act anymore. No, he doesn't act That's anymore. That's so sad. It's like Joe Pesci. Yeah, but Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is a good actor, if... but yeah, I'm not really. Miss... I'm not really was missing my Joe Pesci. One of the greatest actors of all time. Joe Pesci. No, Grant. Um, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, definitely. Like Joe Pesci had a niche, and his was Angry Little Man. I love Angry Little yeah, Man. So do I. But you know, there are other Angry Little Men. There's Gene Hackman's. Gene Hackman. Go like, watch he's the conversation, good. people. Oh man, that, I that's didn't one realize. of my favorite movies of you all know, time. You know, I never really thought. Shit, where's Jane? Oh, man. No, he chose to retire after Welcome to Mooseport. That was his last film. I guess he doesn't need to. No, he's got a bit of money. Yeah. Um, But go watch The Conversation, people. It's a very good movie. And also, you get vintage Harrison Ford when his smile was really good. His little... little (laughs) (laughs) He was so good looking. He was so good looking. (laughs) Uh, and he's actually amazing in the conversation. He's so what creepy. What year was that? 1970-something. Uh, it was either just after or just before Star Wars. I can't remember. Anyway. Um, yes. Just keep going. If you want us want us to shut up, uh, tell us. No. Email us at watchingscared at outlook.com. Or message us on Facebook, Watching Scared, uh, on SoundCloud at Watching Scared, comment or star or like, or on iTunes, Watching Scared, download that shiz. Uh, you can tweet at us at Watching Scared, retweet us, follow us, do what you want, people. Do what you want so we can do what we want. We can give you podcast. I don't know what just happened then. This is what happens when you leave me to talk by myself. I'm just, I'm just trying to find the conversation. <laughs> it was a 74. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, oh, you said 80s. I said 70s. You said 80s. Oh my god, we're gonna stop this podcast. We're gonna go back, yes. and I'm gonna, you're gonna eat your words. No. All right. This has been what you scared. Bye. Bye.